0: You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the Independent Electrical Contractors. Welcome to the second season of the IEC National podcast series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Vilwalk. During this podcast series, we'll talk with folks throughout America that helped to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Thomas Dmitrovich. Tom is the Vice President of Technical Sales at Eaton. He's an electrical engineer with expertise in sales and marketing, business development, product management, and code. He is a driving force for safety in the industry and has long been active in NFPA, IEC, and several other organizations. No stranger to TSA, he's a true leader of our industry throughout America today, Thomas, I'm looking forward to our conversation today, and I'd like to officially welcome you to the IEC National Podcast, The Electrical Current.
1: Thanks, Spencer. I'm glad to be here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And where is, what is the soil beneath your feet today? Where are you?
1: <laughs> today, I am today. I am in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, sitting in P. someone else's office right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are, are you I, 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 at the Eaton
0: Experience I, Center there? Where are you?
1: No, no. Okay. I'm at our Charrington, our headquarters. Gotcha. So it's it's one of our, yeah. It's for the electrical electrical side of the business, where all of your all of your VPs and uh, presidents and all that good stuff sit for the electrical div- portion of our business.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, good. Well, well. Thanks for yeah, taking time yeah. out to uh, to talk with us today. And whosoever office it is, um, yeah. We uh, we owe them. <laughs> We owe him a beer or something uh too it sounds uh, like, so. there we go yeah yeah well great <laughs> yep. great well awesome well, well um, Thomas, why don't you uh help help to share a little bit back with uh with the iEC community here um a little bit about uh let's start from the beginning where where you grew up and and help to kind of trace the uh the trail up to where you're at now
2: Sure,
1: I grew up in a little town called Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. It's really close wow. to the Pittsburgh Airport.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, and it's a steel mill town. So if you know Pittsburgh area, you know Pittsburgh's always known as a steel mill town. So yeah. my father worked in uh, Jones and Laughlin Steel Corporation,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and so you know we were um, you know I I Ellicottville has has changed over the years because yeah. in the '80s they they closed the steel mills and and whatnot. But uh, yeah. back when I when I was stomping the grounds in Ellicottville, it was a booming, booming metropolis. And, Is that right? In all built around the steel mill. Yeah, There was yeah. a lot of a lot of great things going on there. So interesting. You know, that's where you had. You know, Mike. My, my dad went to school with Mike Ditka. You had huh. a lot of the big players. You had Ditka. You had Tony Dorsett. All those guys and a lot of a lot of big football players and good sports guys came out of there, and then obviously wow. Tom dmitrovich yeah yes. oh out yes
0: too, yes, you know? yes l- lesser known for for <laughs> yeah. your your brawn and strength within uh, professional football, but we'll get to that we'll get to that <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> absolutely so wow. but yeah so so when I grew up it was uh it was uh you know i I grew up in a in a family that did a lot mm-hmm. of work um mm-hmm my uncle my uncle worked in the uh, steel mill as well and he got uh, like 13 weeks vacation wow he took him um, he took all of those weeks of vacation at the same time huh and uh, over the summer and as as a family we would uh, we put roofs on we would uh, refurbish and uh, remodel uh you know like we did the Ellicott auto parts we did wow. uh uh, the owner of the Alco Auto Parts we built a three-car garage on his house, huh. turned his existing garage into a mother-in-law suite. So we were always working every summer. Yeah, my uncle had a dump truck, and we had a lot of tools, and we would go to town. My That's cousin awesome. was an electrician. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my his two two of my other cousins were welders, and they did a lot of uh, construction work as well. So huh. we were always hands-on uh, family together. That's great. And, uh, any that's summer cool. you can find us all together working on something
0: wow wow that's very
1: cool so yeah that was very cool yeah well, it was it was good i learned a lot i mean that, yeah. there's a lot of value into um and, uh working with your hands and, and working in construction. Yes, yes,
0: yep. absolutely. Well, and it, it sounds like yeah, you, strong foundational aspect of, of a um, you know a lot of people in your family that you mentioned um, within uh, skilled trades, um, welders, electricians. Yes. you know, um, yeah, the steel industry and uh, and everybody working together towards a common goal, um, rolling up the sleeves and. You know when? How old were you when you started? Yep. You know, building and, and working with your family. Were you young or?
1: Oh, I oh yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as long as I could uh, carry something, because everybody yeah. had a job. You know, right. what I mean, like for example, when we were we would be on one project, and my 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 cousin uh, Laura, she's uh, about a year younger than me. Uh-huh. She was in charge of giving everybody water, make sure we were all hydrated. Nice. That was nice. her job. That's awesome. So everybody had a job to do. I was. Uh, Either shoveling or pushing a wheelbarrow, mm-hmm. or, uh, and then the older you got, the, mm-hmm. then, then he would give us different projects to do. So I remember my first plumbing job. Hmm. You know, I was ex- I'd get on I got on a, on the site, and it was at uh, Frank Colangelo's house, and we were doing the bathroom. and He said, "Okay," he says, "You're going to plumb up the bathroom," and he showed wow. me where all the fixtures were going to go. And, yeah. I did my plumbing job. Then he inspected it, and I was so proud of it. And then we put the—you gotta love it. I put the floor down, and yeah. then I started, uh, dr- uh, you know, driving the screws to put the floor down. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Yeah. no.
0: Oh no! 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 Yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Oh. And, then, and then he then he taught me how to fix a problem. So, yeah! Yeah! Important know, lesson. But uh, yeah, but, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, yeah, we were we were doing that stuff. I mean, as young as you can think about it. That's I mean, great. That was, we, yeah, and and that was a that was a lot of really good experience, mm-hmm. which helped me in my engineering
2: degree
1: yes. as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, well,
0: was is that what you know that that kind of constructive uh, engineers minds? You know, I think that that uh, you know that of of being able to then deconstruct things, reconstruct things in a different way. I mean, was that something that was always fascinating to you, or do you think it was and and kind of reinforced through you know some of these activities, or, or what do you think?
1: I think, see, so I'm a, I'm a hands-on learner. So, mm-hmm. the, the, so, so in my, you know, my family, it was, I mean, we just sort of knew we were going to go to school. My brother gotcha. six years older than me. Uh-huh. He went to college yeah. for electrical engineering. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and then when, you know, I remember when I was in high school, my dad didn't look at me and say, you know, what do you, what do you want to do? And he was like, okay, what school are you going to go to? Gotcha. But now if I would have said, I want to go into a trade, he would have, you know, he would have done whatever I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I was actually going to be a technician. I, I hmm. enjoyed fixing things. Yeah. So I was going to be a uh, like some sort of technician. I wanted to be like, I, I narrowed it down to an EE e. tech
2: hmm.
1: to where I had, a I, I enjoyed, I was thinking, I envisioned myself working in a lab mm-hmm. with all of these power supplies and, and things like that. And yeah. that's sort of uh, where my my head was at. And then my brother was in school for engineering.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's six years ahead of me. So I was... He was graduating college, and he actually he had to spend two more years because his college he was going to canceled their engineering degree oh, wow he had a transfer, so he lost credits oh yeah, it was oh,
2: uh, it was wow. a mess for him yeah
1: and then and then and then, so, when he was graduating college, I was going into college, mm-hmm. and when I was doing that i um uh, i i I was looking at you know. What am I going to do with my life, right? Mm-hmm. So,
2: right, he, right. and my brother was
1: asking me. So, what are you going to do? I, I said I want to be an EE tech, and he's yeah. like, "Well, that's a two-year degree."
2: Yeah.
1: He goes. And he says his advice to me was, "He says, why don't you just try for a four-year degree? If uh-huh. you can do it, then fine. If it's, it's not cut out for everybody, if you find it's too hard for you, then you know you could do the EE tech. Not that that would be easier. Right. It right. would just be shorter. to short, period. shorter, shorter, shorter duration. Let,
2: right. Yeah.
1: Exactly, and a different mindset because yeah. you know it, I'm a like I say, I'm a very hands-on person, mm-hmm. so even in my engineering world, I would struggle a little bit with trying to grasp some things, and so I worked a little bit harder than other people mm-hmm. to understand uh, concepts that I couldn't see, feel, or touch, mm, you right. know, if that makes sense. Yes, yes. So I was, because, and I think that's probably just not necessarily because of of my background and working with my uncle and, mm-hmm. and doing things like that. It's just probably just my, my, my mindset or right, whatever. Right. So right.
0: You're, you're, just, uh, everybody's,
1: everybody's different.
0: Right. You're, you yeah, your, your own constitution, your own, yeah, your own, uh, um, propensities yeah. And, and, uh, just the way that you were made. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's exactly That's so right. Cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, interesting. So, uh, yeah. you know what, you know, to tell you the honest truth, I think I was probably 22 years old before I knew that an engineer was something that did not um make trains pull into stations uh solely um so, <laughs> so you you being in uh having an older brother and in, in uh, as an ee then helped to expose you to to uh the different different possibilities that way and then you followed that career path yes. um where where did you end up going to school
1: I went to a uh, gannon university mm-hmm. up on in erie pennsylvania okay and, uh, you know, so I'm, I, I, I've got a. so it was interesting. So people ask me, and, and, and sometimes it's, you know, I, I'm, a, um, I'm a different type of person. I, you know, my dad asked me, where do you want to go to school? And I would say, where'd Reed you go to school? You know, where'd my brother go to school? It's like, oh, he went to Gannon. Okay, I'm, I think uh, Gannon sounds good to me, Dad, you know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have, it wasn't like, you know, other people that you talk to, they have their whole future laid out. They know where they want to go to school. They know what they're going to do when they get out of school. Right. They know where they're going in life. I was never that way. Mm-hmm. I I don't. Pl- I, I never planned like that. I always said I want to be happy in whatever I'm doing. And if I'm not happy, then I'll change. What right. I'm doing. Right. But as long as I'm happy, then then you'll succeed in whatever it is you do. I mean, if you know, if, if engineering was, if I wasn't happy as an engineer. Then uh, I would probably be doing something else, right? But and I always said that you know, once you get an education, I don't care what it's in. You know, you can have a four-year degree in mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, and business administration, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. All that tells you is that you can learn a mass amount of information in a short amount of
0: time. Right, right. You got the capacity. Because and We're the ability always learning. To right, right. Yeah.
1: We're always learning. Yeah. So so so. I went to, you know, in my mind, I'm going to go to school to be an electrical engineer. If I get mm-hmm. my degree, I could go into sales. I could go into marketing. I could go into, uh, I, I can go into so many different things. My cousin was an electrician. I'm like, well, you know, if I get an engineering degree, I can be an electrician too. I mean, you know, not that they're the same. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're different skill sets. Absolutely. But I understand some theory, and, yep. and, I, and, and I loved what he did from yep. an electrician's perspective. Yeah. And, you know, so, and and, and you know, I just I don't have that. I never had a, a strategy for where am I going to go and where am I going to be mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to my education. I was very I was very loose. I, my, right? my dad was like, yeah. "Where do you want to go?" I I'd go to Gannon University. What are you going to be? I want to be an electrical engineer. Yeah. And then I focused on power engineering. Okay. My 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 strength, my actual strength in school was digital electronics. Okay. But I did, an in, I did an internship at a power systems development in Canton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I did a short circuit study and a coordination study by hand, hmm. which most of the time we do those with computers these days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The, the CEO of that company took me and said, well, I'm, I'm going to teach you power engineering. And I'll tell you what, he changed my life. Is that right? He, he, I, I went back to oh yeah, I went back to school. I told my dean of engineering. I said, forget about the digital stuff. I want to be a power engineer. I mean, I went these big transformers, just
0: blew your mind, huh? Kind of wow, wow!
1: Absolutely blew my mind. That's cool. And I and I really fell in love with power engineering.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and that's so I I sort of modified my degree to focus yeah. on power engineering. And yeah. what I learned was not too many people were going power engineering. Yeah,
2: yeah. In
1: my class, I had three people in in my power classes. Hmm. Interesting. Three people. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so, what was it that really that, grabbed
0: you about about the power uh, power side? Uh, you
1: know what grabbed me. Yeah. You know what grabbed me. What is it? Uh, so, so in a lab, in a yeah. lab, I'm looking at digital, right? So yes. I'm looking at a little microprocessor, yes. 8088 microprocessor, yep. and you're working on a little breadboard. And mm-hmm. when you screwed up, yeah, you you let the smoke out, and it was a little puff of smoke. Right. When I went out to when i went down to union carbide plant that i was I'm walking i'm crawling over transformers and i realized you know what if i screw up i'm gonna let the smoke out big time
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, this stuff is gonna go and 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 i was like that to me yeah. was like that made so much of a difference that that it it, it elevated the yeah. importance of what i was what, what i was about right. to focus on right not
0: right.
1: that the other wasn't as important but it, it just fascinated me that everything was so big yes and and the amount of energy that you're trans that you're transmitting and yes. you're working on was something that appealed to me more
0: yeah. gotcha.
2: gotcha
1: it looked more complicated yeah I, I i you know even when i was in when i was in grade school i had to pick an instrument i didn't have to i thought i had to so we're in a room and there's all these instruments laying around, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I'm thinking, you know, I, and I'm thinking that I'm I'm supposed to be picking instruments. So yep. they had trumpets, they had yeah. trombones and stuff like that. So I go home and I told my my mother and I said, "Mom, I, I I'm gonna play an instrument." And she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, great! Which one did you want to did you want to play?" And I said, "Well." I looked at all of them, and the hardest one there looked like the saxophone, because it was all these keys, and yes, I said, that's yes. the one I want to learn how to play. Oh, yeah. So I, I picked the saxophone because it was, the, it was the, the one that looked more complicated than anything else. And oh, wow. I think that the uh, power stuff looked a lot more complicated. More
0: complicated. Because
1: I was already very familiar with digital, yes. and, and I was doing very well at it, but yeah. it just looked like a challenge.
0: That's fantastic. That's you're, you, you enjoy a good yeah. challenge, it sounds like. You like uh, complex problems thrown at you, and... and um... It, yeah, helps helps you I to do. exercise your brain and, and exercise your your wits about you and all your knowledge um, to be able to figure it out. huh? Yes, that's great. That's great. and and
1: and and the greatest the greatest part about understanding something mm-hmm. is when you can help someone else.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And and I I learned that when I came to work with Eaton mm-hmm. back in ninety five. Ninety five. I did my wow. stint in yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and I and I worked for a company in Florida, in Florida, Florida Power. Mm-hmm. I was working for Gilbert Commonwealth, which was an architectural engineering firm. Okay, and then they they I was down on contract in Florida
2: mm-hmm.
1: at, at a nuclear plant, and I was doing I was doing the stuff I was doing short circuit studies. I wrote a software application that did a short circuit <laughs> and a voltage drop study. Okay, and for single phase systems that didn't okay, exist at the phase, time, yeah. so we wrote a program for that. Yeah. And, and, and I was in a, I, I was doing the security system. So mm-hmm. I, um, I realized that, you know, I'm a people person, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And I'm in, in a trailer at a nuclear plant behind a, a computer from morning till evening. Mm-hmm. Every now and then you get into the plant, but
2: yeah.
1: I realized I wasn't happy. Yes. I, I, I wanted to do something yes. different. Yeah. And, um, and I wanted to get back to Pittsburgh cause my mother had cancer at the time. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I want to get mm-hmm. back home. Yeah. And uh, and it worked out with with it was Westinghouse at the time, but they were being acquired by Eaton. Gotcha. And my first my first job at Eaton was a help desk. So so oh. I was going from wow. I was going from a design engineer at a nuclear power plant. Yeah. To sitting and taking one eight hundred number phone calls, technically supporting products. Gotcha. And in my mind, I viewed that as. A step backwards,
2: mm, mm, mm-hmm.
1: but I wanted to, I wanted to be home yeah. because my mother was sick, and I knew Eaton was going to be a big company,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I could move around, and I didn't take a pay cut. So yeah. you know, money's always important to make sure you can pay yeah, the bills absolutely. and all that good stuff. So, yeah. so I, I I took that role, and what I quickly learned was I really enjoyed it
2: mm.
1: because customers because now the instead, people, of where, the people instead of the guy making time. the phone, yeah. Absolutely, because yeah. you were getting phone calls from people saying, right. "I have a problem. I need you to fix it for me." you I was right. able to help right. them. Yes, and it was so satisfying. Yeah, so satisfying.
0: Would, I mean, you, you were talking to people in the field, or, or who typically was calling? Yeah, like it, was, okay. it was
1: anybody. It was gotcha. it was sales engineers who okay. who would say, "I'm going in to do a sales call, and how does this work?" Tell me. How I got it a works. call uh, from gotcha. a maintenance yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 I got a call from a maintenance guy one time who said he was sweeping up the area, and he said he noticed one of our relays was flashing a red light. Mm. And he says, what does it mean? Oh, gosh. And I, and I, was, and, and and I walked him through what it meant, and I, yep. and I told him he needs to go find his uh, site electrician right. who's responsible for the electrical distribution system, and here's what you need to tell him. And I gave him all the information. He got all kinds of kudos for finding the problem nice. or finding the issue, nice. and, and 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 he wrote me a thank you letter. And, no way, and all kinds really? Of stuff. So, That's great. Oh, absolutely, That's absolutely. Great. That's I, great. And then I had a sales guy. I had a sales guy out in Seattle, Washington. I helped him win an order because um, he needed to. He needed to. Uh, he needed to, to sell a very complicated device,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he's like. I, I don't know what the, this guy's going to have all these technical questions and I don't know the answers. You need to teach me this, and you yep. need that. And you got 15 minutes because I'm going <laughs> to talk to this guy. And I'm like, listen. I said, okay, this is a free service we offer, 24 seven, three sixty five. Yep. They can call with technical help. Right. I said, so what you're going to do is you're going to talk to this customer. The first technical question you're going to say, you know what? Let me show you this feature that we have, and it's called one eight hundred whatever.
2: Right, right, right. And then
1: he. I he he called I got the phone call I answered all his customers questions about a month later I get a whole shipment of of uh smoked salmon in oh. the mail oh from, and from I Seattle yeah. <laughs> I gave it all away yeah cuz he was like thank you you helped me win this order oh that's you great know, but uh I, it's, it's just great to help people yes yes Absolutely. well
0: you you definitely you've got that air about you Thomas I mean um you know I've, I've seen you all across the country in in different different uh different groups uh including like at nfpa meetings and things like that and and you definitely sure. you you are yeah you got a, a you've got a, a gravity about you um, a, a magnetic pull that that um you, and i don't know it, it's it's you're very open you're very willing you're very sharing you you've um you've just been a, a great benefit to the industry as a whole and and to you see members and chapters, uh, as well. Um, you've written a lot of content uh, for us in right. magazines and blogs and, and, uh, I think you've spoken, uh, before, um, at different events as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. You're definitely a people person getting you out of there in Florida when you were, you know, just looking at the, the vague reflection of yourself in a computer screen yeah. and talking to people. Um, again, that, that sounds like it was a very transitional piece within your career.
1: Yeah, it was. And, and I, I I love, like I say, as long as, and I think it goes with anybody, if you're yeah. happy, and you love what you do, yeah, you will do it well. Yeah, yeah. That's Everything, awesome. success comes, success comes just by enjoying what you do. And the moment you don't enjoy mm-hmm. what you do is when you have to really look back and say, I need to make a change. What is it? Mm-hmm. And, and when, yeah. right? And when yeah. am I ready to do that? And, yes. I, I've had that only once in my career with Eaton, and I made a change. That's when I went to uh, the Residential Products division. I'd been doing one job way too long. I realized I'm I'm usually about a four year guy. Mm-hmm. If uh, if if I don't if it's not exciting enough after about four years, I'm ready.
0: To, you're ready to day. ready to yeah jump so. to another shelf or something. Yep, yep. Interesting. Yeah yeah. Interesting. Yeah yeah.
1: And usually when you're if, if you're in a good you know like if you're on a job site you know like. Like, like when I was younger if you were if you were studying everything and that's all you it's all I did I'd be like you know what I want to start pouring wire mm-hmm. and then I would help my cousin with his electrical stuff and then and then when I got boring I'd say you know I want to learn how to lay brick mm-hmm. and and then i would I would help the brick layer or the block layer yeah. and then we would pour or pouring cement stuff like that right, right. so you know huh. that's that's you know most 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 types of positions and most companies I think offer that type of you can move around a little yeah. bit more, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially. I mean, yeah, a lot of a lot of the electricians and and folks that we uh, we work with here at IEC and, and there's so many different um, opportunities that are there that that and and with you know new technology coming into play, new demands coming down from uh, from our built environment, from our, our owners, from our general contractors, um, occupants, etc. That um, yeah. It just—it's exciting because there's so many new things that you can do, and and that, I mean, you know, you get into like, uh, you know, PLC type stuff, or you get into, you know, there's a lot more technical aspects that are a part of being in the electrical trade um, than than just uh, you know understanding, uh, you know, the the complex theory, code, um, direct application, and and install um of of the electricians of of 15 20 years ago you know it's it's much more complex and there's a lot of opportunities for people to go in different ways you know so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um what what do you yeah. what do you uh you know when is there anything that that comes to mind um you know when you're talking to a younger person about their career path you know like if if it was that that younger version of yourself you know that you see in somebody and you, you happen to you know they are they're, they're kind of at the same place that you were, um, when you were saying, Oh yeah, I think I'm going to be an EE tech or, and, and being somewhat vague about their future. What, what type of advice, you know, sagely advice, um, from, from Thomas Dimitrovich do you give?
1: You know what I, I, I ask, I usually ask them cause there's a few people I know just, you know, that I work with here. They're, mm-hmm. they're young people coming into the industry. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've always shared, you know, what, when I think about my, whenever I got over various little hurdles, 99% of the time it was because somebody who was either in an area knowledgeable about something sort of said, I'm going to help this guy out. I'm going to share what I know with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, cause, cause a lot of times, you know, we just, I, I, I think it's not until you mm. question, you find out what do I, what makes me happy? Yes. That's the key. Yeah. You know, and 99% of the time, we don't know what makes us happy right. until we actually right. experience something. So my, my biggest advice I give to people is I say, look, you know, don't be afraid of failure. Yeah. Don't be afraid to say, I'm going to take on maybe a little bit more than I can chew over here. I'm going to explore this and I'm going to see if I, if I like it. Because if you like it, here's, here's what I learned. If I like something, I pour more of me into it. I pour more of my time into it. Right. You know, it's like, if you If you really enjoyed fishing, if that was the thing you lived for that's
2: your thing, and yeah. somebody paid you yeah.
1: to go fishing, if somebody says you know i 'm going to pay you to be you would probably be fishing all day yeah. you 'd be fishing in the evening because you know oh, I want to get out there right before dusk right,
2: right before right. dark,
1: and then i 'm going to be up at five a m because I want to get out there before uh, before it gets light and and you would you would have the you would have the moon series laid out and and mm-hmm. you would have charts plotted on when you caught the most fish. You would go to the nth degree because you really enjoy it. So I think yeah. that's the hardest part. Mm. We, as just being human, mm-hmm. finding what you really enjoy yeah. and being and not being afraid to explore areas that are outside of your expertise. Mm. That's, that's 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 a, a really important that's thing. Yeah, and grow.
0: well, I like what you said about just uh, what you said about uh, you know, not being afraid of failure. So I think that yeah. that limits us, right? If if we get it in our head that we're going to fail before we even start, what? <laughs> you know, how does how That's does that exactly go to benefit right. us? Or or you know those earwigs that get in your head um, of of a person in an authority position, a teacher, or some sort of you know a person of authority from the past that said that you you couldn't do something before again you even tried, and you've got that echoing in there. Get rid of that echo um, and and yes. embrace failure build a relationship with failure um, because it, yeah. it's a failure is is nothing more than uh, an opportunity to grow right i mean it, it that 's exactly right you 're going to learn something from it and and I think that we polarize failure and success many times but yet those two are are not mutually exclusive i I believe that they're Interdependent upon one another. You know what I mean? That, that you need to be able to yep. learn from an experience If you want to call it failure great fine, but don't be afraid of it Because you tried you put forth effort you learn something from that and now fix it and re-engineer it To be able to then create the best success that you can out of whatever it might be career path New a new product new opportunity, etc If we if we didn't if we didn't yeah, take absolutely. risks, what would we be? You know, wow. yes, wow, I love yep. it. I love it. Tim. And 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 yeah. I think
1: that, I I think there are a lot of people that that are, that get in that comfort zone, mm. and they don't grow because they don't want to get out of that comfort zone. Because I mean, if you think about it, we all have a lot to lose, right? I mean, yeah. especially if you have a family, it's depending upon your paycheck. Yeah, you don't want to risk that, right? Right. Right. So there's that. You know, when I think about my grandfather, when he came to this country, he started a business and and he grew a business and he grew and he mm-hmm. had 12 kids and yeah. he fed all those kids and he was he was a you know he did a lot in his community and, and 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 you know everybody in my family always like I'd love to start my own business I'd love to start my own business mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and we and none of us none of us really do mm-hmm. and you say well why is that well we went to school you have you have uh loans to pay off
2: mm, you right. have
1: whatever it is to do that you have to get done right. and then you don't want to lose you don't want to say hey you know what i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to leave this company yeah. i'm going to go start my own business cuz then then i'm going to fail if i fail then i right. can't pay i can't put food on the table right. you know so right. there's that and, and there's that risk and, and other people may not have that risk if they didn't have anything mm,
2: to begin mm-hmm. with and you yeah. say hey you
1: know what i'm i'm going to do this like my grandfather came to this country he didn't have anything yeah. he had the shirt on his back and yeah. And uh, he started his own business, right. And, right. and and he was very successful. So. Right, right. But uh, <laughs> but that's it's. It, it, there's risks in in everything, and sometimes it's not leaving a company. Sometimes it's like when someone says, "Hey, do you want to uh, you want to work on this project?" I've never done that project. Mm. Well, that's not the right answer. Right. It's like, hey, maybe let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. You yeah. know.
0: Mm. Let's figure out, yeah let's figure yeah. out where we're going and and let's well, then take step one exactly <laughs> wow, that's, that's awesome. exactly right that's awesome that's awesome. I love so. it I love it you've got a great mindset, you've got a great mindset um, what, now, I want to ask you a little bit about um, some of your engagement within uh, codes uh, codes and standards world um, and also safety um, share, share with me uh, and, and the folks here a little bit about um, your engagement in, into those uh areas of the industry?
1: So I, um, I didn't really get involved with codes and standards until I, uh, went into the residential products
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: up until that point in my career, you know, the national electrical code, for example, when I worked at the nuclear power plant, we followed the 1973 national electrical code because that's when the plant was built.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Okay. And, yeah, and, and we and we would follow that. And I could never understand why I'm looking at a – seven. it's 90 – you know, it's 92 or 90, 1990, and I'm looking at a 733 codebook.
0: Thanks for listening to our IEC National Podcast. This is Spencer Villwalk, and I wanted to personally invite you to the IEC National Business Summit, February 3rd through 5th, 2020, in Fort Worth, Texas. I'd like to invite you down to network with industry peers as they gather in Fort Worth for a unique event. To deliver compelling ideas, real world solutions, and tested business strategies from experts in the field. You can learn more about the event at IECI.org and we'll see you in Fort Worth this February. Thanks again. So okay, Thomas, you were telling me a little bit about uh yeah, your your uh, um, the nineteen seventy-three NEC and, and uh getting uh yeah. getting that look at that in, in the nineties. Um, <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and so that's been you know in in, in all of the all of the uh, the, the projects and, and the positions I've had at Eaton, and I was in metering and we were doing energy monitoring, energy management, which really didn't inf- in, you know, I didn't clash with the National Electrical Code until I hit the residential products, mm-hmm. and I got involved with uh, arc fault circuit interrupters and hmm. ground fault circuit interrupters. Okay, and so and, and and what was interesting was I was I was I've always been on. Within Eaton, I've always been involved with products that were that had a val- a lot of good value proposition. Mm-hmm. So in the energy management world, you know these were the products that you would put on those big gray boxes that would help you save money mm-hmm. in in energy usage or or help you reduce your power quality issues and overvoltages and sags and stuff. So it was the value propositions to the gray boxes,
2: right, right. and
1: when I went into residential, the AFCI and the GFCI uh, were is a similar thing, and it has a big safety play because yes. you're saving lives through through shock and, and through reducing from right. fires and right, whatnot. So right. so I was I was responsible for those product lines and your standard molded case circuit breakers, and and so I had to. Um, I had to figure that business out, so I'm trying to figure out, you know, well, why would somebody want to buy these, and then what is their value that they bring to the table, mm-hmm. and then that's when I got involved at the International Association of Electrical Inspectors, mm-hmm. and I started to go to their meetings because I knew inspectors were, I began to learn that inspectors are very important with enforcement of the National Electrical Code requirements, right. and, uh, and then I learned about, you know, the, how they fit into this role, and and then, and then i sat through a code making i sat through a code making panel too and i watched them debate mm. you know mm. when you're sitting there and you're like okay i'm in charge of AFCIs and gfcis right yeah,
0: yeah. and
1: i hear people saying we're going you know we're going to remove them from the national electrical code and you go oh wait a minute
0: wait a minute yeah yeah
1: Whoa! Yeah, you're talking. You're talking about uh, a. You're talking about a life safety product, but right. also this is a, re- a product I'm responsible for here. And now yes. you to understand what the. Why would you even say well, that? Yeah, you know, yeah. Is that yeah, yeah. You know because you know coming into it as almost like a third party because I have not been in that resi world before mm-hmm. and and I'm looking at you know you sit down and look at the technology and you read all of this information and you and and you start to get more familiar with the value that it brings and then you. Then you hear people say, you know, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have those in the in the hmm. house, and you're like, whoa, I need to understand this more. Right. And and the and then and then what happens is, and and this is what happens to me. I'm a I'm a very um, I'm one of those people that if you were crying in the room with me. You and I would probably be both crying together by the end of the, our session together, right? <laughs> so, so I have a lot of empathy yeah. and, and whatnot. I don't know if what you want to call that, yep, but, yep. but I, I have a lot of, I yep. call it empathy. Connection, but, yeah. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a connection. So what happens when you're in that role of dealing with life-saving products, you get exposed to the people who are impacted by it the most mm. who either have lost their house, lost the family members right. or have been burned and severely mm. burned and impacted for the rest of their life. Right. So, right. and when you, when you make those connections, you start to, it takes on a, it, it's no longer, it's no longer, okay, how many of these did we sell last week? And, 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 and what's the vision for changing and, and how do I keep the plants how do I keep our quality up? It's no longer about that. It mm-hmm. becomes more about how many more people can we save? How many more people? How many more structures can we prevent from right. burning down? Right. And and then it's why would somebody say no? We don't want to prevent that. So it takes on a different type of role. At least it did yeah. for me. Yeah. And, and and then you know and then I you know I lost uh, I lost a person who um, who drew, who dug my well for my house. Mm. He was an older gentleman. Yeah. And he died from electrocution um, oh. working on another facility, another house, and, and he did—you know—he screwed up, and yeah. and then and 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 you just you get that
0: you just impacted. It yeah, becomes,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, it's almost you know, it's almost like you say, you know, I think I can make a difference.
0: You can make a difference, exactly. If that makes sense. Yes, absolutely, absolutely.
1: It's, so it's and a then calling. the more and it the more I calling. got involved. Yeah, yeah. For me, it did. Yeah, yeah. Because, and I think there's there's personal experience there, mm-hmm. and there's um, there's you know personal from a from a family, from mm-hmm. a, uh, a uh, you know a personal friendship, yes. or, and a loss of somebody. Yeah. And then and then you look at uh, and, then, and then the more people that you meet, you find that there are a lot a lot of other passionate people out there
2: mm-hmm.
1: around safety.
2: Yeah.
1: And and I'm a I'm a people person, so when you know I I love to shoot trap. And skeet and stuff like that. So I always used to joke around. I'd tell my friends, I'd say, you know, whenever I go to a new area, mm-hmm. like I moved down to Florida, I moved to Reading, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. I moved to St. Louis, I always say that I go to the nearest gun club and I'll go shoot, trap, and skeet, and I find yeah. some of the friendliest people. Because oh, yeah. when you have people who are, enjoy something together, and it could be going to a football game with somebody, yeah, it
2: could right, be right.
1: whatever it is that you enjoy, when you get people who enjoy the same thing sitting together or working together, you have, all have fun and you laugh and you have a good yeah,
2: time. Yeah,
1: and yeah. I found that going to these different meetings, meeting the people at the Independent School Contractors Association, talking, yeah. going out to a lot of the chapters and doing educational programs, yeah. you find that safety, and, and safety transcends. Yes. Tra- safety
0: Everything, tr- transcends right? the... Yeah.
1: The union, the non-union, right, the the right. inspectors, the engineers, because yes. everybody is working together. Yes, yes. And I just love that. It's, I absolutely, it's, I fundamental. I think it's I, absolutely fundamental. It's absolutely fundamental.
0: yeah, it's what makes us human. It's that yeah. human connection. That yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Absolutely, that's amazing.
1: Well, and, and so, and so, yeah. and I enjoy it so much. That's why I grew. And I, and I said, you know what? I, and I've changed my roles, but mm-hmm. if you really look at what I do, yeah. I haven't changed what I do. Yes. I've worked for residential products, North American sales, busmen, mm-hmm. circuit breakers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've worked for uh, the power quality division, and I haven't really changed what I do.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I still work with electrical contractors. I still teach on electrical safety. I, but I and and I don't have I, I don't really tie my I don't tie my anchor down to any one single product line or right. one thing. Right. I try to I try to just share what I learn and what mm-hmm. I know and it makes me happy and they still pay me. I don't know why, but they do. <laughs> and and it goes on from there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and yeah, Eaton Eaton supports you uh, through and through within this which you know stands a lot for the the um you know the philosophy and the and the approach of the company too, to, to ensure that yeah. the work that you're doing, but in this calling really, in this this the critical um, piece uh, is is out there, and and um, you know you are you're a, a, a delegate uh, in a lot of ways, you know, for the corporation and making sure that the the best decisions get made to ensure yeah you know, safety of, of property, yeah. people, you know, and and uh, people can go home at night. Um, because of, of uh, mm-hmm. different different things that have been debated in some of those rooms that that you've been a part of, um, that's that's fantastic. The, the that best, fantastic?
1: yeah. The best time, the best thing that ever. I mean, I was doing a presentation one time, yeah. and I had a gentleman come up to me, and he gave me a little cross. Mm-hmm. Made it was made out of an equipment grounding conductor. Huh. And he he came up to me. He gave me that cross, and he said. I want you to have this. And yeah. I looked at him and I said, oh, I said, this is pretty cool. I you make it. He goes, yes, I did. He says, you saved my life.
0: Oh, my gosh. And I, oh. and
1: I looked at him. I said, I, I started oh laughing. Gosh. I said, well, yeah. you're in trouble, buddy, if it takes me. And he says, I attended one of your ground fault
0: classes. Yeah. Yes.
1: He goes, and I was on a job site. He says, I went out to, I was using a piece of a, a tool in a ditch. He says, and, and, and there was water everywhere. He says, I was just going to get to work, but I thought, you know what? He says I can remember you telling me, in the class, about readily accessible, about going to the equipment, going to get your personal protective equipment, yeah. and going to get your ground fault, that portable ground fault circuit interrupter. He says yes. I had one on the truck. He says, you know, he said, I put the tool down, I went back to get to the truck. He said, I got my my GFCI, yeah. uh, my portable GFCI. Portable, so I yeah. plugged it all in. He says, and don't you know, I screwed up. And I caused the fault. He says, and I think it would have killed me. He says, and mm. well, the GFCI saved. Me. Oh my God! He goes, and I would have never gotten that if I did. He says, I could picture you talking about it. And oh. I tell you what, you know, I felt that so. That is amazing. It it it, it, oh. it, it, it is. And you you, know, you don't have those moments in life. And oh. now, now, reality be told. Mm-hmm. You know, I would never want to find out if maybe he wouldn't have been killed. right. Mean, if he didn't have it. Yeah. But in his mind. He was appreciative. Yes, and he said I made a difference. And, yes, and that's all it took. Absolutely, that's
0: all it takes. absolutely. And and he tells the story to everybody that he knows. Everybody else in the trade, like the 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 reciprocal effect of that is just you know continues to then give back, give back um, so many so many ways. Um, right. What a what a powerful story. I, yep. I'm really, I I think I got three waves of of. Uh, and what the ebgbs or the the other the the uh, um, goosebumps yeah. that went up and down my my spine there um as you were telling it Thomas Absolutely. that's amazing wow wow and and there's so many other untold right. stories i'm i'm positive because um you know those near misses you you don't know sometimes right you know but it's it's helping to then exactly. educate instruct have the right technologies that are there take the right practices um to ensure that people go home safe at night yep. you know so Wow, you're like, you're, like a, you're like an electrical superhero. Um, with, yeah, do, there you go. Do, uh, you, do you wear a cape, sir? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but you know what I do have? What's that? I have that cross on my key oh, ring. I have that cross on my key just ring. remember it, yeah. I oh, keep that does. every day, and, and, and when people ask me about that, I tell them that story because I think that's what we're all in this for. Yes. And, you know, I'm just, you know, you guys do it. The IEI, there are yes. a lot of people out there, soldiers who are trying to educate and have people do the right things in the right moments, and that is a changing of our culture.
0: Yes. Yes. We
1: don't change culture overnight. It become, It's not one person. You. We all are carrying that message, and I think that the young people coming into our industry today are much better off mm-hmm. than those who came in back in the 50s and 40s because... Yep. They are doing things much safer. They have a different mentality and a different mindset yes. than we had. You know, I think about, I do my my 70E discussion, and mm-hmm. unfortunately I use a lot of my own family experiences because growing up, I mean, we had that drill on the job site yeah. that had a ground fault in it, and it was metal, and we would laugh when someone would use it and tweak the, the wire, and they'd get shocked, and yeah. just... You know, and we would set people up We'd say, hey, we, we need you to drill these holes, you know. You wouldn't do that today because yeah. we know so much more. We know much more, yeah. About shock and, yeah.
0: Yeah. The, the so, culture, yeah, the culture has changed and shifted. And, and we have a lot more knowledge and a lot more, a lot more safety tools at, at our disposal as well. You know, a lot more yeah. um, practices and, and uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it sure is. Hmm. Well, now, now, Thomas, I want to ask you, uh, what do you do for fun? You mentioned, you know, uh, skeet shooting and and uh, going on the gun range, but um, what else? What else do you do for fun, sir?
1: Well, my wife and two dogs. Mm-hmm. We have uh, my we have uh, two. We I used to have a. We used to have one when my wife and I first got married it was eleven years ago. Mm-hmm. She had two dogs. I had one. Mm-hmm. I had a Brittany, which was a bird dog, and we used to hunt a lot yeah. um and but i travel i travel so much now that i um i have a hard time telling my wife uh, that i haven't seen in three weekends that i'm going to come home on friday and go get yes. the tree yeah. and do some bow hunting on <laughs> saturday all day so, <laughs> so unless she wants do, to uh, join we you do a lot more together <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> yeah. no she says. she tells me i'll go hunting with you but you can't shoot anything so yeah. and that's yeah. sort of uh so, but we we have our we have uh, two labs now because the uh, the other dogs were fourteen or fifteen they passed mm-hmm. away and mm-hmm. now we have uh, we have two uh, two labs that are two years old. Oh wow! They both got their um, they're both uh, therapy dogs now that we oh, okay. can take uh, to
0: got their, their hospitals or yeah, airports
1: yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they got yeah. their certification. Nice. I uh, I took up guitar. I love to play guitar. Really? Wow! So I have a studio in my basement. Cool. Yeah. Like cool. a little studio and, and what i love about that is that you can be creative and yeah. uh you, know, you can express yourself on a, on a guitar and, and make music so i love music
0: nice nice so
1: I, I i play my guitar and me and my me and bobby joe we uh we play with the dogs we yeah. get the dogs go out and uh enjoy life uh together because mm. i like i say I, I don't i don't hunt as much as i used to yeah i don't fish as much as i used to that was uh maybe when things get settled down i'll do that again but i shoot whenever i think of uh, uh, you know if i and i and i've gone on with uh i've been invited with with dave hittinger down in cincinnati and i I missed it this year and and i used to do go with other customers as well we would go do some sporting clay or or to or trap range and stuff like that that's about the only time i get to shoot anymore is when i Go with uh, people, you know, friends in the industry. Yep, absolutely, so, absolutely. That's great. But yeah, but I yeah. love I love playing the guitar.
0: That's great. That's great. What what uh, what are you noodling around with on, on the guitar right now? What what's what type of music or or what song?
1: Uh, I I like southern rock and uh-huh. blues. Nice. So okay. Leonard Skinner, uh Stevie Ray Vaughan, yeah. Buddy Guy. Great. uh So I have a I have a Gibson Les Paul. I have a Stratocaster, mm. American Strat. Oh man! And I have a Kelly. Tele, yeah. Telecaster. So I have I, I don't have a lot of guitars. I just have a, a Gibson Les Paul because that's yeah. like your rock right. or heavy rock. I have my my tel, uh Stratocaster, which is more like your blues. Right. And your more swing. Exactly. Uh, and I get and and my my Telecaster is more country. Yeah. I have an acoustic and I have a couple amps.
0: That's great. Wow.
1: And it's you know yeah I got a Marshall half stack and I got a. Uh, Fender Twin Reverb and two bands and my wife says she I mean the the Marshall is a 100 watt yeah. half stack so yeah. whenever I play she goes over her mother's house because uh, <laughs> it gets it gets loud
0: it vibrates the yeah. house uh, Thomas it yes, sure does yes. <laughs> yes
1: and my neighbors say Tom is home yeah, yeah but, but, you know, they know when you're, you're back not from being real on the road a player <laughs> Yes, and you're not a real guitar player unless uh-huh. your neighbors call to tell you to turn it down.
0: Nice, nice.
1: And so I'm not I'm not a real guitar player yet, so I haven't had that happen yet.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. all right. Well, well, bake some yeah. cookies or something, yeah. you know, like ease that that conversation before uh, it, yeah. it comes into it. Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: or, and it would be it would be funny to say I already baked a cake because I knew you were going to call. Right, right, right.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. You can't stop rock and roll. <laughs> Um, it's awesome. That's right. It's that's awesome. Right. Well, uh, well, Thomas, I, I, I want to thank you so much for, for sharing uh, so much with us today. And, and, um, again, yeah, you, you're a great leader within the industry. Um, you know, uh, Eaton Corporation is, is, uh, um, the, to have you as an asset on their team is, is absolutely tremendous, to have um, you as an asset within the industry um, and, and helping to lead um, such important issues like, like uh, the safety uh, aspects that we talked about today. Um, and, and so many people walking home and coming home, um, similar to, to the gentleman that, uh, you know, um, used the, the, um, the story with the, the grounding wire and, and um, you know, helping to share his thanks to you, and, and on behalf of the yes. entire industry, I also want to thank you for everything that you do, Thomas.
1: Thank you very much. I, I enjoy it, and I thank you for being there. You guys are, I see that, that your your organization and all your members, I, it's like family to me. Yeah, absolutely, It really is, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, It yeah. gives you the motivation.
0: That's right, that's right. Well, we're family, brother.
1: That's right. Amen. Good, good. good. Amen.
0: Well, thanks again, and and thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment in the second season of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out over at IECI.org, and if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to MyElectricCareer.com. That's MyElectricCareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.